Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Babies. Babies, the people of the future. <laughs> The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 27th of August of the year 2020, and on this day in history, in 1984, US President Ronald Reagan announced the Teachers in Space project, the beginning of the Things in Space trend that led directly to the for-profit prison colony on Mars we all love so much today. And happy birthday today to Leon Theremin, the Russian-Soviet electronic musical instruments inventor, born on this day in 1896 in St. Petersburg, Russia. Happy birthday today also to Don Bradman, Australian cricket batsman and captain, born in Cootamundra in Australia. And Lyndon B. Johnson as well, who famously learned his keen presidential batting skills by hitting legislation up against a water tank with a wicket. Celebrations today include International Lottery Day, the day when if you do buy lottery tickets to celebrate, you marginally reduce everyone's odds of winning. Same as every lottery, really. Your guest today on the podcast, self-help guru, fashionista and double D dick deflector, Tiff Stevenson. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. How's things been going? Good, good. I'm redecorating. I've got the painters in. Not a euphemism for having my period. <laughs> Genuinely trying to get the house organised into some kind of place that in the event of a second wave that I would can spend another three months in. Yes. Decorating the bunker. That's what I'm doing. I'm decorating the bunker. Rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. is actually much more yes. important in terms of a second wave than you would have thought. <laughs> Coming up today, we'll be talking all the latest in corporate activism news for our top story. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. 
In the news today, Barack Obama has accused Donald Trump of treating the US presidency like one more reality television show in a withering speech at the Democratic Convention, to which Donald Trump responded, quote, I disagree completely, more after the break, end quote. <laughs> And rideshare companies Uber and Lyft may temporarily shut down in California as early as this week after a judge ordered the businesses to reclassify their drivers as employees instead of independent contractors, causing a rethink of the entire business structure which relies on casting the drivers as inessential staff to the running of the business and dangerously underpaying them, a structural flaw of such staggering magnitude that it's surprising how much like nursing, teaching and firefighting it is. The owners of the companies have asked to take a little thinking break to consider their options options, which as of yet include waiting for robot cars, waiting for robot drivers, forcing people to pay to drive themselves places, and trying to carry people from location to location with drone swarms. Surprisingly, none of the options include people paying adequately for what we should all acknowledge is a ridiculous luxury service or beefing up the public transport system. Are you a big Uber and Lyft fan? I'm not massively and I think the uh, top-down sort of inequality reflects itself in the the sort of person they're able to get to drive the cabs I've had great uber experiences I have also had a man like I guess it would be assault <laughs> but like physically grope me in the front seat of an uber I guess that's probably assault <laughs> I guess that's probably assault. Yes, I'm just downplaying it slightly. So I've had a couple of like really ropey experiences like that from... Sorry, Tiff, that G was silent, not ropey. Gropey. <laughs> gropey. A few gropey experiences, yeah. So the safety, I think at one point they set up a, a female sort of Lyft or Uber, but that was in America. But I really think that could take off here just in terms of safety and women getting home at night. so The problem with uh, any two women in a car is it always ends up uh, driving off a cliff together to escape the terrible men oh, yeah. in their lives. <laughs> Thelma and Louise, I thought you were going for the problem with two women in, in a car is what happens when they need to park? What? What? I Aren't don't... women terrible drivers? <laughs> oh, I, didn't. I thought that was where you were going with that. Yeah. And, when, and when you said driving off a cliff, I was like, oh, she's subverting that old. Well, it all depends no. whether Thelma and No, you were talking Louise... about the real. It all depends whether in <laughs> Thelma and Louise they meant to drive off that cliff or not. <laughs> <laughs> that is another interpretation. <laughs> I'm sure. I wonder if some. I bet some hack sexist comic at the time had that as a joke of like Thelma and Louise weren't trying to escape everyone. They were just, you know, women drivers. I'm sure someone had that. I mean, they must have. Oh, almost I mean, certainly. Now we have it. Now we have now it. Now we have it. We're, we're reclaiming the slur. <laughs> yeah, the postmodern sense. Well, that's all the time we have for the headlines that we don't have time for because now it's time for your ads your ad section now because a lust for life is going to get old unless you spice things up in your wallet. They say love is blind. That's because they've never heard of Louche Larry's night vision sex goggles. Oh God. <laughs> With Louche Larry's night vision sex goggles, you'll never be in the dark again. With pinpoint laser clitoral or prostate targeting and heat vision, she'll never fake an orgasm again if you've got anything to do with it. In-bedroom drone cameras will give you 360 vision of tactical approaches to your lover and rapidly learning AI will map out and flash up most arousing things to mumble into their chest. Louche Larry's night vision sex goggles, the sex technology of the future. And if you're looking for a prank to play on an existential friend, try adding a little warmed gelatin to half a glass of hot water. 
Refrigerate and serve. When they try to drink the water, it won't come out. You get a fun prank and half a glass full of water-flavoured jelly. Where's the downside? Soothe the sting of that sick burn with half a glass of real water. If you've ever taken water for granted, this is the gelatinized solution for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And that's your ad section for today. The last post. Now it's time for your top story. Top story today, of course, is corporate activism news. Tiff, tell us what's happening in the world of corporate activism. Ah, hot news. I love it when a brand wants to capitalise on a movement. You know, like when Starbucks did their Pride Cups and you could enjoy the freedom of expressing your sexuality with a coffee made by someone on a zero-hour contract. (laughs) Freedom! I feel like every time there's a sense of empowerment or a movement, it doesn't matter what it's for. It's ruined by someone in advertising or corporate advertising, you know, like Pepsi Revolution with Kendall Jenner. (laughs) And fashion for a long time has sort of tried to step on the activism bandwagon like Karl Lagerfeld had a whole like Chanel runway full of models wearing sashes saying votes for women and suffrage and you know capitalizing on feminism it's a bit late a little bit late votes for women in 2012 or whatever the hell it was I was I think it was about 2015 but we should remember this is the Karl Lagerfeld that said Adele was too fat for couture very feminist (laughs) and also the same Karl Lagerfeld whose cat had two maids I need two maids. That cat had two maids. And I hope one of the maids was teaching that cat how to eat his face when he died. (laughs) So um, sometimes it doesn't, you know, we we saw that we should all be feminist T-shirts. You know, the Chimandi quote, which great. You know, I I back the I back the idea of it. I love the statement, but the T-shirts were 500 pounds available up to a size 12 so you can be a feminist if you're rich and skinny so yeah so corporate activism has now upset donald trump this is very interesting because uh what goodyear have done is something a bit different actually goodyear have rather (laughs) than instead of using a movement to kind of brand and say we're the good guys like we support a thing uh they've instead just put a rule in at the workplace saying no maga hats (laughs) (laughs) Like, don't come into your work. And this isn't even about, like, branding to customers. This is like a staff memo that's like, don't show up to work wearing a MAGA hat. 
And Donald Trump has lost his mind. So Goodyear tyres have been cancelled by Donald Trump in a rant about cancel culture, which I think <laughs> is perfect. Goodyear currently take 25% share of the tyre market. So what Donald Trump is doing is actively encouraging the American public to shop elsewhere for their tyres. Sort of going against his American jobs for American people stance because Goodyear is an American company in Akron that employs thousands of Americans and guess what, Donny? Democrats drive too. So your ranty tweets probably had the opposite effect of what you wanted. I think anyone <laughs> decent would now be going, let me go get my tyres from Goodyear. Also, two days ago, Donald Trump tweeted, if you can protest in person, you can vote in person. Because he's trying to systematically destroy the postal system. But you know what it requires to vote in person? A car with tyres. By Goodyear. What are you doing, Donald? I didn't even know Goodyear made tyres. I thought they were just in the blimps business. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for your top story today because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letters to the editor now. And remember, you can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Dear Alice, dear clever co-host... That's you today, Tiff. Ah, oh, thanks. There, there is widespread agreement in the world that my namesake, Bob, the sentient trash island, will be the best choice for president in the US elections. However, since he is floating in the ocean and is bigger in size than the White House, from where will he govern once he wins? Will American democracy survive if the president is like a beached whale in the Potomac at the National Mall? And will the Secret Service train slightly huskier trash islands in dark suits to swim around him for protection? Good luck to you, Christopher. Another Bob. Tiff, do you have any ideas about this presidential problem? No. Maybe they should tell everyone to not buy tyres from Goodyear. <laughs> maybe that would help. Well, certainly don't discard tyres from Goodyear into the open ocean because they're into inevitably the going to join up with Bob the Sentient Trash Island. I'm pretty sure they're training uh, killer whales to protect Bob the Sentient Trash Island in the event of him <laughs> becoming president, which is looking increasingly likely, particularly with his vice presidential nominee, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Ah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, who can resist? Rock slash Island 2020, I am all for it. The only way The Rock can be defeated is if someone comes with scissors or paper. <laughs> oh, just paper, in fact. Because <laughs> I think Rock blunts scissors. Rock does blunt so scissors. So if you are paper, if you are paper, come and defeat The Rock. <laughs> That's all the time we have for your letters to the editor today. Remember, you can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at the last post at somethingelse.com. And thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Big hello to our listeners in the other dimension. Please go back into the feed to listen to previous episodes or tell your friends about us. Your guest today on the podcast was Dr. Tiff Stevenson. Tiff, have you got anything to plug? Sure. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel and find me on Twitter at Tiff Stevenson for as long as Twitter continues. <laughs> the last post is an Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at Alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E or commit to the full Alice Fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life and downloads of all of my specials. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His adoring and bedazzled subordinate producer is Ped Hunter. As we always say, good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs>